Well, are you happy to be here? Of course. Are you? You're supposed to say yes. That was... <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'd, give, I'd given you an opportunity to say, you know, let's, let's, let's start uh, again. We'll start again. Okay. So, are you happy to be here? Oui, monsieur. There you go. That's the you watched this movie in French? Is yeah. that you only that was the only copy you had? Yeah, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. That is true. Uh hello and welcome. Mm-hmm. To another My name episode. is Brady. I am Peter. Uh and yeah, this is another episode. This mm-hmm. is episode ninety four? Yeah. Somewhere Good in the Lord. Re- the reason the reason we're having trouble on the exact number in the 90s is just because we have so many midweek bonuses so we think it's probably 94 but it's no no for me it's um it's gmos the gmos are messing up my um (laughs) my ability to perceive numbers i don't know (laughs) that's that's okay we won't judge it's all good i don't want to i don't want to piss anyone off like i've got you know i was about to say i have no issue with gmos but that will equally piss off Mm. As many, you can't win. You can't. you can't win with GMOs. No, 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 no. So we'll just, yeah, we'll just say we we won't talk about it anymore. So Let's... we are, um, we're working our way back through um, years of film. We started years. with 2019. 2019. Uh, and we are now on 2008. So that is 11 decade-based episodes that we've done. And so far, I've had some fun. I've had some fun. Um, you know, I feel like there was a there was an area in there that I was a little less interested in. Sure. Um, which was like the early 2010s. I was like, mm. ah, this is yeah. this, this is. I don't know. It felt it. It wasn't recent enough for us to be reviewing mm. a relevant film. Yep. Um, but it wasn't so far back that it felt nostalgic. Mm either right that's it just true. kind of felt like you know yesterday's news that we were <laughs> reporting on right um yeah. so anyways it is uh so i was thinking this i was looking ahead uh actually at the films that i would want to pick as my two options for 2007 mm, um yep. and i just got excited i was like man there are some there are some gems here there are like i'm I'm going back and I'm rediscovering movies that um, either A, I have seen and and haven't seen in a long time, I'm excited to potentially watch again, or actually there's a couple of things, um, there's a couple of films from 2007 where I'm like, I never did get around to watching that, hmm. maybe it's time. Interesting. Interesting. So anyways, that's, that's all to say, the further back we go... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think my my excitement for it is ramping up more and more. That's that's very cool, and I have to I have to agree. It, year by year, it's kind of hit or miss. Some years are better than others, just as far as interest. It is always interesting to see where the audience votes take us. And I am like you. There are some years that I specifically have uh, earmarked where I am excited to get kind of the nostalgic films that otherwise we wouldn't really have a reason to vote on them uh up to potentially review so uh, it's fun and the further we go back it is it is very interesting there are two things that i think everyone listening can agree with sure number one is that yes some years are better than others (laughs) and secondly 2020 is a piece of shit (laughs) I thought you. I was worried you were going to go down the GMO road again. I'm like, oh, oh no, 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 yeah. no, no. If some <laughs> years are better than others, then 2020 can drop dead. Yep. Yeah. No, I uh. think everyone can agree with that. So yeah, so. we we did the year 2008. We had some options, and Yes Man came out ahead and won. Yeah, it did. Hmm. Had you um, seen this movie before? Very much so. I had seen it in theaters. I had seen oh, awesome. it at home. I owned a copy of it. It even um, influenced a week in my life where I took a Yes Man challenge. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm that, you know, 
whether you're prepared to talk about that or not, <laughs> it, it's, I'm, I've got some questions. Sure. So, um, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Do you want to start this thing off with some trivia? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I've right. got, it'll be one question for you this week, and I'm just going to mention a couple things before I ask you that question. So, Overachiever. Well, some I, some things I just found interesting. So just contractually, I'm always interested in contracts and what's negotiated and whatnot. So I did read, and it's quite interesting, Jim, Clair, Jim Car- Carey, not Jim Clary, Jim Carey apparently declined a flat salary for this film, but instead negotiated uh, a percentage of the gross profits after production and marketing costs were covered. So he, apparently he got hmm. 36.2% of the film's gross. Is right. payment. So I, th- I think that's just kind of okay. cool. That that interests me. I mean, um, that worked out for George Lucas. So why? Oh, right. oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, for because every Wars. time someone sneezed Star Wars, George <laughs> Lucas got like four <laughs> percent. <laughs> right. Um. Apparently, in one of the bar scenes, Jim Carrey like, uh, kind of over jumped or overfell in a certain scene, and he literally broke a few ribs which is not ideal. I mean, he's super physical. Yeah. He's a very physical actor. Oh, yeah. Um, And finally, I found it interesting. Apparently, Jack Black was originally considered for the role. We might get into Jim Carrey's acting abilities or whether he was good for this role, but I do think they went with the right choice of not Jack Black and Jim Carrey. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm trying to visualize right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm, I'm, I'm playing out different scenes from the movie in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm plugging Jack Black into those different scenes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It would have been different. It would have been very different. Sure. Um, yeah. but I don't know if I would have. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I would have bought the character. I think he could have. He could have pulled off the energy oh, yeah. and maybe sort of some of the physicality. Um, but I don't know that I would have bought the um, depressed recluse mm. who is emotionally damaged from a marriage that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I would have bought that from Jack Black, but it's, you know, it's, we'll never know. And, and I think you're right. It would have been a very different brand. That would have that yeah. would have been a result. My question mm-hmm. for you: So this is obviously a Jim Carrey film, and it's a Jim Carrey romantic comedy. My question okay. for you is: Can you name me Jim Carrey's first romantic comedy that he starred in? First romantic comedy, mm-hmm. or rom com, as the kids say. I mean, what is the def? Is it just? Is the definition of a rom-com just where it's a comedy and the main character ends up with a girl? Without getting too deep in the weeds, I guess my answer to you would be a rom-com is just when you Google the film, this is the category. So when you're Googling Hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street, it would not be considered a rom-com. When you Google 27 Dresses, it would be considered a rom-com. Okay, um... You know, had someone just asked me, do you consider The Mask to be <laughs> a rom-com? I probably would have said no, but I, like, it's so far back in his career. Right. Um, and Stanley Ipkiss, his character in The Mask, ends mm. up with Cameron Diaz's character. Right. Um, and there's there's quite a romance that goes on there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no romance in the cable guy. There's no romance in Ace Ventura. No, well, no real, you know, mm. him and the animals. But that's, <laughs> that's um, that's something different, kids. That's you know, um, the Truman Show isn't a romance film, really. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is a <laughs> romance, kind of, but it's. Definitely not a comedy. I'm yeah. gonna go with the mask. I can't. Sure. Um, I can't think of any. Mm-hmm. You know, Bruce Almighty's kind of a rom com, mm-hmm. but but romance is not sort of a focal element of it. 
Right. Um, and then I guess you could say that liar, liar, kind of, because liar, liar, they get back together. Mm. Yeah, I, but I think the mask is older than liar, liar. Mm. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm going to go with the mask. It could cool. be liar, liar. It could be neither, but I'm going to cool. go with the mask. Cool. So the answer to this question, uh, it might raise an eyebrow and go, interesting. It might just infuriate you and the listeners to the arbitrariness of the classification of films by the industry. So when I when I read this, I at first was like, oh, that that's a really good question. Well, he's been in a lot. Let me just go back at his filmography and let me just make a list of all the films that were rom-coms and I'll, I'll just see which the first film was. And by definition, Yes Man is his first romantic comedy because when oh. you go, it's a technicality. Um, when you go back and look at, say, Liar, Liar or Bruce Almighty, although they do have romantic elements to them, they are technically considered comedy fantasy. So... I swear my goal for this question was not just to be tripping you on a technicality. It was truly shock on my part that I really was surprised that this was Bruce, or sorry, was uh, Jim Carrey's first romantic comedy when it's arguably at the midway to latter part of his career. Because, I mean, even The Grinch ends up with Martha. So Right, but again, you know, not maybe the main focal point of the story, so... I just thought that was interesting, and uh, that's why I kind of wanted to uh, share it with you and everyone else. Yeah, I mean, that's tough. I, I think that's a subjective question. Sure. Um, you know, because, yeah. I think, and like I said, I think it also comments on maybe the arbitrariness of film classifications by the industry, because is Liar Liar a comedy fantasy? Maybe, but it also just, you know, uh, you can make about arguments- me, my. What about yeah. me, myself, and Irene? Yeah, I saw that, but I think it was classified as a black comedy or a, uh, a noir comedy. Okay. So it, it was not considered a romantic comedy. All right. All yeah. right. Yeah. I I was surprised. I thought there would at least have been a couple, but by definition, this was the first. All right. Well, that's, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> that's a trick question if I've ever seen one. It is. Well, you didn't see it. No. Mm-hmm. So yes, man. Hmm. I, assume... I do. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, like, uh, while we're on the topic of liar, liar. Hmm. I have always described this film as the spiritual bastard sequel to Liar Liar. <laughs> okay. Just because to me, it's it's it's. I don't know. Yes Man. Yes Man and Liar Liar I think are both great films and they both stand on their own. Sure. Um but it's a very similar concept. You have Jim Carrey okay. who is playing a character who has one major personality flaw. Right? Mm, so in Liar yep. Liar it's that he's a compulsive liar. In this one yep. it's that he compulsively turns down opportunities. He hides from his friends. He's a no man. Sure. Um and then something happens where all of a sudden he is obligated or has no choice but to do the polar opposite of what his personality defect is. Right. Um, yep. And things get excited when that happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Guy who compulsively lies can't lie. Mm-hmm. Guy who compulsively says no can't say no. Like I've I've it's, never it's so similar to me. Yeah, I've never ever compared them really? conceptually. Con- conceptually, like I you know I've thought of them just as here here's a list of Jim Carrey films. Let's compare performances, but I've really never compared them to that degree. And that's I I would I would actually really accept that point that it is just two similar films about different character flaws and it's kind of different character studies done in a comedic way that's that's really interesting okay yeah yeah all right well that's i agree uh (laughs) i hope so you raised raised the point i'm gonna i'm gonna slap you in the face with a hot take and then yeah then i'm gonna you know untie your your collar and let you run here sure 
I think, mm-hmm. not necessarily performance because there's been other um, supporting character roles that Jim Carrey has done. Sure. But I think Yes Man mm-hmm. is the last truly great film that Jim Carrey is the star of. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yep. Right, as the lead role, yes. it's the last re- really good Jim Carrey movie that we've gotten. Right, right. That's, you know, and I stand by that. I have that. Ep- hmm. It's being printed on a shirt as we speak. <laughs> I would hope so. I'm, I'm, I'm editing together a meme with the guy sitting on the table with the Bristol board taped to the front of his table in the park. And it says, <laughs> yes, man, is the last great Jim Carrey movie changed my mind. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So, you know, that's quite an, I feel like that could offend some people. I hope um, so. My take on that, I'm, I made a note and I'm going to read you a note word for word. And honestly, you'll have to take my word for it. The audience will have to take my word for it. But this is what I was also going to bring up. Looking at Jim Carrey's filmography, perhaps the last film where I've been impressed by his visceral comedic ability. Not at his best work, but probably one of his last greats. It's not Ace Ventura, it's not Liar Liar, but I did make a note from this point, and by that I mean 2008, I feel Bradley Cooper and Jim Carrey's careers kind of just went in different trajectories. And I don't mean that as a slight on Jim Carrey, I just mean, you know, his is kind of winding down a little bit as far as big mega hits that he's succeeded in, and Bradley Cooper has kind of been more on the uptake. So Sure. I... Basically, I think there's only been one performance since Yes Man, um, which I'm more impressed with. But he's not the he's not necessarily the star. Is a side note? Can I, can you t- well, what film is that? Sonic. Oh, I think oh, I yeah, think okay. I that. think Jim Carrey and Sonic the Hedgehog was a true return to form. Um, it was it just stunning. Just just you know made you feel like a kid in a candy store mm-hmm. it was it was iconic 90s jim carrey i and i've heard that and that's interesting i've not seen sonic but that's cool um oh he steals he steals the movie 100 <laughs> percent. yeah and um, i mean when when he's up yeah. against a, an animated blue booger and james marston mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not hard to be the best part of the film right yeah, it's interesting thinking about Yes Man because when I when I saw it when it came out and when I've seen it more recently, I never really considered that uh, where this was in kind of the the timeline of his career. But now when I'm have given it more thought, it's kind of like yeah, this this was kind of like the the victory lap. Like this was kind of the the final stand where, you know, it wasn't just that it was a good movie; it was a big hit, but it was just that he he had those moments in Yes Man that were like Liar Liar, that were like The Mask, that were like Ace Ventura, that just like you could watch him and he was entertaining in every facet. Like he was funny, He his face, his, his the way he delivered his lines, like every component of his scene, he delivered. And I'm not sure. I, I felt that Yes Man was kind of like a throwback to his kind of earlier days and maybe that's partly why it was success. And it, it kind of makes me sad that, you know, like he's not really on the scene anymore. Yeah. And I'm, you know, uh, there's a couple actors who every couple of months I will log into, uh, or I'll, I'll go on to their IMDB and I'll just see, is there anything coming up that maybe I haven't heard of? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, kind of gleamfully waiting for, sure. Um, a return or, or just the next big thing coming. Um, and it's a short list. Um, you know, is there anything new coming from Tim Burton? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Uh, but Jim Carrey's always been on that list. Has always mm. been. What is he doing next? Where right. is where is the next Jim Carrey comedy? Right. And is it coming? No, mm. nothing. Nothing's coming. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's too bad. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as Yes Man, um, yeah. Uh, had you seen it before? Uh, this is kind of behind the curtain. This was one of your options. To which, yeah, yeah. To which at first I kind of gave an eyebrow raise and I was like, really? Really? Like we're, we we want to make this an option to discuss and chat about. And then as soon like after I kind of thought about it for a minute, I'm like, well, A, I like this film. So actually I don't really care. Like that's, that's cool. But uh, it, for what it is, like it's, it's not a drama. It's not a intellectual thriller. It's a, it's a comedy. And for what it is, it's, I think it's a good film. So I came it's around to the idea film. of it being an option, but obviously you had seen it. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, this is, ah, man, I hate to, I hate to crack open an egg and spill some yolk on you before you're ready. <laughs> hmm. There's a, there's an, there's a podcast episode, um, hmm. which is on the whiteboard. Um, where we're going to discuss um a a list of actors who mm. are our top ten. I see. Yes, and that's all I'm going to say. All right, I won't ask any more. I there, don't want to know. The, there are very few. Like I've I've got Jim Carrey's IMDb pulled up right now, and if I go cool. through it, there are very few of these where I'm going. Mm, I still haven't seen that yet. Sure. Um. Yeah. Like. And yeah. Yeah. To me, see, I'm not Jim Carrey would not be in my top ten, and Jim Carrey would not be on my list of let's see if this actor has something coming out. And I'm not a fan of. There's some things that are maybe cult classics like Ace Ventura, Peck Detective. It's a film to me. I don't mind it, but it's it's not my favorite Dumb and Dumber. Take it or leave it. But even for not a super fan of his, there are a lot of films that I'm like, this is gold. Like The Mask. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Mask. Liar, Liar. The Truman Show. Almighty. The Truman, the Truman show, show, I feel, could be like you. I It's not in my top 10 films, but someone could make an argument for it. And I'd be like, hey, all the power to you. I hear you. Um, Did you see the um, the... Steve Carell and Steve Buscemi film The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Yes, I did. Right. So Jim Carrey, again, just a side yeah. supporting role. He plays kind right. of like a Chris Angel style yeah, right. Vegas TV yep. magician. And yep. he's incredible. Yeah. He's just oh, phenomenal yeah. in that. Even like even films that um whether you like it or not, um, Lemony Snicket's a series of unfortunate events. He plays a fantastic oh, yeah. Count Olaf. Like he's incredible in fantastic. that. Fantastic, and even films, films that some might consider just silly films, like Bruce Almighty. I think is a is from what I remember a great fun uh, film, and it's just again his role that kind of elevates it from a just a standard comedy to something that's maybe in the top echelon. Man on the Moon, haven't seen. Yeah, where he plays. It's a biopic where he plays Andy Kaufman. Oh, um, interesting. And then, and then, to this day, a a go to absolute staple at Christmas time for me, and a lot of people don't like it. This film gets a lot of hate. Can I can I have a guess which film it is? You can. Okay, just tell me. Uh, can I go right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. My guess, and this is just a guess, is fun with Dick and Harry. Dick and Jane, you mean? Dick and Jane, no. Uh, Batman Forever. Uh, no. no. Not Batman Forever? See, if you'd been if you'd been like right on the ball with this, you would have said the animated Ebenezer Scrooge oh. the Christmas Carol that he's in. But but is it not Batman Forever? It's not. No. It, Batman Forever is not a Christmas movie, sir. I thought there was one Batman, of those. I thought Batman there was, Returns is. Oh, it's Batman Returns. See, that shows yeah. my ignorance to Batman. So I knew one of them yeah. was uh, Christmas, quote That's unquote. That's okay. We'll get, you, we'll, get you, we'll get you up to speed. It's on the dark. Um, no, The Grinch, man. The Grinch is mm. so... I'm, I never... It, that, that film never loses um, its, its place in the Comedy Hall of Fame for me. It is brilliant writing. It's mm. stunningly mesmerizing to watch, uh, and it's just so funny. 
It's hmm. so funny. Right. But no, it, I love Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And as a shout out to the Canadian listeners and those are, who aren't from Canada, a Canadian boy born yeah, in so, Newmarket, Newmarket, so Ontario. A, a little bit poetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the movie in Newmarket. Like when we went oh. for this like three days ago. Nice. I was in just outside, just outside of Newmarket watching Fair enough. So Fair enough. It that, felt poetic. I, as you should. That that is that's quite significant. Um Yeah. Is so yeah. I think it's interesting. I'd never heard it compared to Liar Liar, but I see the merit. And obviously as this film is just on its own, a fun, light comedy, it does raise the point of us maybe saying as the audience that is us, saying yes to new ideas, concepts, adventures. Um and that's kind of our walk away, you know, within reason, use discernment. Don't just say yes blindly. Saying no is okay. But just maybe expanding our comfort zones, um, being open to new experiences, trying new things, not letting our lives slip by. So I feel like there is something, of, somewhat of a walk away from with this film, which I think elevates it. Um, one thing is a side note that this film does and it's it's not just all film set in this time like this one specifically there's a few key scenes set in a certain area that this film just really stabs at my heart and that is this film makes my heart absolutely yearn for blockbuster and the video rental era it felt it i when the movie started i knew the movie started at a blockbuster Mm-hmm. Um, but the movie started and I just had this moment that was like, oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Like, what is happening? And when I was watching the movie, I was watching it with a 15 and a 16-year-old. Right. Um, and I I questioned at the during the opening scene, I questioned, do I need to <laughs> Do I need to pause and explain <laughs> yeah. what's happening? Right. Do I need to explain where he is and right. why he's there? And, and ultimately, I didn't. And explain like what he's picking up off the shelves, and yeah, yeah. Um, interestingly, a fun little Easter egg. Uh, one of the films on the shelf uh, is the number twenty three, which is a Jim Carrey movie. Oh, sure. So a little bit yep. of world inception there. Yes, very cool. Yeah, of note, I once was at a blockbuster and rented this film, so. That's kind of an inception moment too, I might say. Mm. I never went. I went in a lot of video rental stores. I I don't think I've ever been inside a Blockbuster. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. So it just wasn't. You know, in our town there was um, Jumbo Video, right? And Hollywood North, nice. And uh, the Movie Gallery, which was the new big fancy kid on the block. Um, and was there kind of right until the industry died, mm. which is crazy. It is. It is. It's a dead industry. Oh, for sure. And it like I've I think... seen a couple. I, yes. There's a. I know of the location of at least two existing stores where you can go in and rent movies. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's there's very few. And of note, I think. I think I read within the last year, I think there were, at least before COVID, I think two actual blockbusters open. They like one was in Alaska wow. and one was like Nebraska or some Midwestern well, state. I forget. Nebraska that's just because word hasn't reached Nebraska <laughs> that Right. <laughs> you know, it's still just VHS there. <laughs> <laughs> and shotguns and chewing tobacco, like hey, that's all you need. But yeah, it, it's like not a, like not a not a slight at anyone no. who's listening from Nebraska. But represent, baby. You know, I you all think that we live in igloos up here, so we all think hey, that you yeah. live on <laughs> desert flatlands on a porch right. with a tumbleweed going by and a shotgun <laughs> in your rocking chair. Like that's and in that order, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, like I think it was like there were a couple that like 
were obviously independently owned now because Blockbuster had filed for bankruptcy. So like there were legitimately like two left in the United States and it might be even down to one. It might even be done down to zero now because of COVID. I don't know. But you're right. It is a dying breed, sadly. Yeah. And just interesting because there's not many other... I can't think of many other industries that are just dead. Um, not at the same level. I mean, I'm having trouble coming up with one as well. You know, I, I don't stuff I that was just it. like, oh, sure, of course, this kind of store exists, and you can just go out and get this, and that's what you do. I feel like, like it just there's, doesn't. I feel like there's a ton of examples, but I literally can't come up with any. So maybe mm. you're right. Yeah. Um. One one side note that I thought was brilliant with this film that <clears throat> was enjoyable and I think the best comparison I can have to it is from Thor Ragnarok with, you'll have to help me with the pronunciation, Tika Waititi's character. Is that? Uh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, his character, the kind of side character who provides comic relief. And that is Carl's buddy, Norm. In probably oh right 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 one of I think what is as much as Jim Carrey and maybe a bit of a walkaway message are rock stars and kind of stellar parts of this film the side yeah. character of Norm and just kind of continually just kind of adding this fun witty not even witty just fun comic relief to me just also propels this film like just He's... I I literally made a list of all his funny things just. His funny hat or wig party. Uh, <laughs> I have an exclusive Costco membership card. I can buy large amounts of anything at discount prices. More, more than a more a buddy than your boss, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, hi, Carl. It's Norm from work. Your manager, <laughs> but more your buddy than your manager, right? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think you, that guy's great. You, you just called me Norm there. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that like my nickname? Can I can I honestly can just I, tell you a true secret? We could secret? call you your 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 nickname could be Carl. And the Carl. best and then the response is uh good Carl's pretty short already. Yeah, <laughs> Carl Carl's pretty short already. <laughs> when I watched Thor Ragnarok, when there was that kind of rock character saying those funny witty things, I honestly thought that was that actor who portrayed him. And then was just so surprised oh, really? when it when it was Taika Waititi. Oh man, I honestly I don't know. I don't know that there's this is this is a tangent, but I don't know if there is a fictional character, a portrayal of a fictional character, who I find more endearing than Taika doing Korg. Oh, he's so good. He's just so good. Yeah, and just that like New Zealander Kiwi yes. sense of mm-hmm. humor. Yep, that's you know. I tried to tried to have a revolution, but I didn't <laughs> didn't print enough pamphlets, so nobody showed up. It sounds like you had. It sounds like that hammer. It sounds like that hammer was very significant to you, and when you lost it, it was like losing a family member. <laughs> it would, yeah, yeah. Oh, you could fly. Well, wow, no, the <laughs> hammer would like pull me off. The hammer would pull you off. Oh my god! <laughs> like it's just. It's uh, yeah. It's so it's yeah. so good. So uh, that, quite honestly, I maybe not at the same level because you're right. Thor and White Taika Waititi was phenomenal, but th- pretty close was the buddy Norm, and I loved it. It was a very very strong component to this film to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, building off of that, I don't see enough of, and I'm always, um, I'm always just over the moon over the moon is not the right term endeared Mm. um mesmerized sure um you know tingly and happy and (laughs) i love zoe deschanel oh yeah sure she's an incredible actress yep um can actually sing Uh, yes seen her sing in a couple of films yes um and yeah i she's just She's fun and she's quirky. Um yes. and and quirky is was the perfect personality for this role, for this film. Mm-hmm. 
right? Because you needed someone who was comfortable with the familiar, comfortable with mundane. Yes. Yep. You needed a scooter riding, indie band, jogging <sighs> photography. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think she's a great, a good actor, and she was great for the role, and she rocked it, for sure. Bradley Cooper's in this, um, as you mentioned. And, and it, Bradley yeah. Cooper was a guy that was never really properly on my radar. He'd been in a couple of comedies, um, and I didn't really care. I was like, uh, okay, yeah, he's like, he's the stupid guy from from The Hangover. Honestly, I think it was The Hangover, mm. right? And I'm just like, okay, Bradley Cooper is a guy from The Hangover. Yep. Um, but it, it took, it wasn't until I saw A Star is Born that mm. Bradley Cooper was really on my radar. Right, yep. Uh, and now that he is, like, even even seeing him in things like this that came out before A Star is Born, I just appreciate him and like watching him on screen so much more it's uh, when i'm kind of casually looking um it's interesting i feel like uh bradley cooper and maybe matthew mcconaughey have kind of a similar trajectory so bradley cooper to my experience was kind of on the scene with a lot of either silly films or kind of rom-com so yeah you look at he's in the hangover He's in Failure to Launch. He's in uh, Wedding Crashers. All these kind of just, I would call one-dimensional roles or something where it's not really testing and potentially testing an actor's ability or Ghosts kind of pushing. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Yeah. But then, yeah, then Bradley Cooper kind of eventually gets some some other role opportunities and just kind of kind of slowly progresses his way on the scene in the Hollywood scene and then kind of gets more... And, I don't want to say more more responsibility, but people are trusting him with more profound or dimensional roles than just the, hey, we need you to be hot, attractive friend number two to the main actor in this rom-com kind of thing. They've both more recently been given opportunities to show their acting chops. Yes, that that's it exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That they're not just funny men, but that they can carry a dramatic scene. Mhm. Yep. Um and captivate yep. you and and are both uh Oscar nominated worthy of Oscar performers. Oh yeah. Yeah, so. I'm looking and it's just it's exactly that. You're seeing like hangover in films that I wouldn't really say are much to write home about as far as you know dimensions and whatnot but then you get into like burnt and you know uh american hustle even guardians of the galaxy but limitless and star is born and just uh yeah it's it's interesting to see kind of the similarity in their path yeah uh, uh any your, any film oh. sorry hang on i just can we yeah, yeah, yeah. i, I want to keep doing um yeah. supporting characters here yeah. other actors yeah uh any film with Terrence Stamp is a win. I was just gonna say, yep, yeah. Like, there's, you know, there's. I feel like there's certain roles that you'll write, uh, <laughs> and you'll think there's there is o- only Terrence Stamp can do this. Mm-hmm. Was he ever? Because if he wasn't, this is a travesty. Okay. Okay. He is, in my opinion. Sure. The quintessential Bond villain. Hmm. He's yes. got that, like, you yeah. know, yeah. Arctic layer. Yep. Maniacal plan. You can't you can't really get a good reading on him. Like he he can either be saying something sarcastically or demeaning, and you Yeah, I think he'd be a great villain because you can't really get a read on him. You can't get a pulse. He's he's it, very cold. It, it, it very cold. Be. Every everyone's expendable. Even his yes. even his his right hand man is 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 just cannon fodder if it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, he's so good. Um and then the only other one that I really want to just Danny Masterson's in this. Okay. Um so Danny Masterson, a little bit of nostalgia from that seventies show. 
um, more recently was in The Ranch, the Netflix show The Ranch. Oh, sure. Um, it, it, I felt conflicted watching this. I, I'm a big fan of or a big believer in as best as you can separating the artist from his art um, or her art, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think Bill Cosby is scum of the earth. Uh, he's hilarious. I love watching Bill Cosby stuff. Sure. Um, Kevin Spacey's films are incredible. Mm. He's not a good guy, right? So uh, s- stuff like that where I can still enjoy and, you know, whatever. Um, Danny Masterson, for those who don't know, is in is in the news again right now um, because he is facing... Um, he's been arrested and charged with a couple of accounts or a couple counts of rape sexual assault um and so he's um yeah he's he's facing potentially like upwards of 45 years if uh if he's Mm. convicted so it it was just and it was like in the news the day that i watched the film right um and it had kind of slipped going into it it had kind of slipped to my mind that he was in it Mm. um and i and i i wouldn't say that it soured the experience Sure. Um, but it was, it was, it emotionally caught me off guard. I wasn't, I had this moment of like, oh shit, there he is. Um, and didn't have time to prepare for it. And, and you know, at this point we're talking allegations. He hasn't been convicted. Nothing's been proven. Nothing's been, but it was still just this kind of like, Mm. you know, it kind of changes the way that you see someone or view someone, um, you know whether that's right or wrong, sure. Um, yeah, and so that was that was just sort of pulling the curtain back a little bit on my viewing experience this time around. Mm. Yeah, it was uh, a slightly different experience for me. I, I I can appreciate that. I I'm not as familiar as uh, as you are with him. So specifically with that example, I'm kind of just not applicable. I have no comment just because I, I'm not really well versed in Danny Masterson. So when I watched this film, just kind of he was an actor and he was fine, but beyond that, didn't really register on my scale. But I on I hear your point loud and clear. Of there are many examples of actors that you sometimes just have to separate the the roles they play and the art that they create through the characters they play and their real personal lives just because, yeah, they can be great artists, but not great people. You know what? I think that's, I think what you're saying is, is kind of consistent with our roles when it comes to Hollywood news. Um, Mm. You'll come to me and say, Oh, did you see this? Did you hear this? Um, and I'll reply by saying yes. Um, and actually, let me give you five facts that the this article missed. <laughs> mm. Right? Like, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, it doesn't surprise me that you're unfamiliar with this story. Mm. Yep. Um, just because I, you know, when you're while you're busy saying yes to things and having a life, I'm <laughs> reading Variety.com and you know. <laughs> scouring the twitter feed. yeah i think it depends too i think it's also like actor dependent too right oh but sure I, I just wasn't big on him yeah like i you know I, it's I, <laughs> I i would never try to out out info you when it came to leonardo dicaprio or more specifically shia labeouf because i know you follow those two um uh... incredibly closely Maybe fifty percent of those. Yeah, actually, Shia. I just threw Shia in there because I was like, yeah, I know, no, like, like a... just Leo, just Leo. Oh, just Leo, just Leo. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, where where else would you like to go? That kind of wraps up most of my notes. Um, I have uh, I have one last thing, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it in at the end to try to cool trip you up, throw you off Ooh. your feet a little bit. Ooh. I do have a bit of a shout out. Okay. As uh, as I get it on my phone, I made a note of it. Uh, so actually, two things. It's a comment, then a shout out. So the comment is, one of the votes was we had four films that were voting options, and one of them was Prom Night, 
and it turned out to be a bit of a hurt locker when it came to voting. Yeah. And that that's it. That's that's the comment. That's Okay. Sorry, come on. I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna shout out that like the one person who voted for it. But. <laughs> no. I, I just I it was funny because Hurt Locker was another option. Um my shout out is to Jasmine Ashley, friend of the show. Um she made a comment at some point on, on the voting, obviously, and something along the lines of, Hey, I'm voting for Mama Mia because I think it would just be fun or great for you guys to watch this film. Jasmine Ashley, I would have liked if it had won. But for the record, Mamma Mia is a masterpiece. It's not in the sound of music echelon of musicals. Not saying that. I'm not here for hot takery. But I'm just saying, I'm with you, homie. Good film. Except for Pierce Brosnan singing. That is not good. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen Mamma Mia. I mean... What? What? Okay, okay, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. If we had to watch all 27... James Bond films. We're going to tack on a 28th film and it'll be mom. We'll do 20. We'll add on a couple at the end. We'll ca- tack on Miss Doubtfire and Mamma Mia because they're basically James Bond films with Pierce Brosnan in them. Basically. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, I, I have been in the room while the film is playing. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Because because I was invited over, there were two pretty girls watching Mamma Mia, yep. and so I I was watching two pretty girls watch Mamma Mia because I was did a, you like walk, a teenage boy. Did you walk into the room and go Mamma Mia? No, but I do love ABBA. I okay, that's I love that's ABBA, one. So I feel like I'm primed yeah. to watch this movie. I'm so confused that you haven't. If if you yeah, are an so ABBA fan, I I love Mamma Mia, or I love I love ABBA. Um, and my girlfriend's mom loves this movie, loves the soundtrack. Mm, yeah. You know, um, this is, so this is definitely that, that as a side note, this is definitely a soundtrack that is played on occasion in our car when we're on road trips and, uh, yours and mine. We, yeah. Well, and my wife as well. When, when we oh, go okay. on road trips, when you and I, whenever, the communal car. Uh, yeah, the communal car, the, the company car. Yeah. <laughs> The company car, yeah. The company car. Which, just with COVID, I've just been letting you, I've been like, no, I mean, you take it. It's <laughs> which, a hassle to sanitize it every time. Which I appreciate. You do you. Th- thank you. I yeah. I appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. Well, mm. you know. Uh, zero to 10, the hell out of this thing for me. You bet. Um, I kind of gave it, I think I've landed on an eight out of 10 on my scale. So I would- it's that's falls praise. In the, it's it falls in the top echelon of I would pay to go see it in theaters. I'd get a babysitter for the night. It's worth my time. And when the credits rolled, I'd be like, hey, that was money and time well spent. On Marshall scale, which is a little bit more objective, it was actually pretty similar. I can't decide. It's either a seven, maybe an eight. But either way, I gave it a pretty good review. Okay. Fantastic. How, how about yourself? Uh, so I gave it something very similar. I gave it a 7.9. Mm. Um, so, I mean, about as similar yeah. as you can get. Uh, I think it's great. <laughs> I Again, I, it's not my favorite Jim Carrey movie. I can probably sure. name five Jim Carrey movies that I would rather watch. Wow. Um, but I can probably name 10 that I would rather not watch. <laughs> you know, so it's still it's still in the top 10. For mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Um really funny um and you know what like you were talking about that there is a takeaway from this movie there is there's a bigger mm. message to clean and and i think you're right um i was just talking about this before we started podcasting recording recording not with you i wasn't talking mm. about this um there was uh there was recently like in the last 6 months six-ish months, 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 four months. In the last four months, um, there was a, a an opportunity that was presented to me. And I'm not going to go into detail, but there was an sure. opportunity presented to me cool. uh, that I turned down um, and have recently come to regret. Uh, and I was talking to someone about it, like literally before we started recording. And I said, honestly, <laughs> had I watched Yes Man, had Yes Man been fresh, 
in my mind the hmm. day the offer was presented to me or or even you know the week leading up to it i'm mm. like i'm sure i would have said yes right um oh, because wow. watching this the other night i felt inspired i felt inspired to grab life by the butt cheeks and just <laughs> hug it aggressively um okay all right and and so yeah i i i think it's i think it's a must watch if you haven't seen yes man uh, and you've made it this far into the episode, what the hell are you doing? Um, <laughs> but even still, if you have seen it and you haven't seen it in a while, worth a rewatch, you sure. know, uh, there's a public service announcement. Like, like mm-hmm. you know, d- donate to charity, volunteer in your community, and find Help. someone who hasn't seen Yes Man and show mm. it to them. Help old ladies cross the road. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you watch anything this week? You you have uh, a your track record has been to say no. Yeah, it, man, it's, it's just been sad. busy times at the OK Corral. Um, I believe it's still no. I still have a movie on the docket that you recommended that still needs to be watched. I'm trying to rack my brain. My film group we have taken a week off, so I didn't watch anything there. And I think the only thing I watched was my wife and I have started rewatching Stranger Things. Season one only. We're not bothering with three, probably not bothering with two, but we're just going to rewatch season one. And that's the only thing that's kind of I've watched other than the films we're recording on. Cool. Yeah. How about, how about yourself? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, it's was, it was just hectic, man. Yeah. But I this week, um, this week for sure. Like ne- next week, I'm going to have a, uh, an answer for you. Cool. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, the other thing I've been, uh, you know, if we're talking about TV shows, I've been rewatching. Um, you know, I've I've blown the dust off of my Disney Plus membership. Nice. Um, and I am in the. I'm approaching the end of the third season of The Simpsons. Oh, cool. Um, cool. So that's been, you know, a lot of nostalgia for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm showing the show to someone who hasn't really seen it. Um, and so each episode nice. is, is kind of a new experience for them. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, lick this thing shut and stick it in the mail. All right. Uh, so, yeah, if you haven't already done so, please check out the links below. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Please like, follow, subscribe, or rate and review us and give us a good rating and review on the platform that you're listening We really appreciate it, specifically with the three social media sites. That's where we send out our new information and where we send out our future votes, where you influence and tell us what films we're going to review next. You can also check out our Patreon page below and our merchandise page below uh, if you feel like supporting the show and help paying the bills. If you're not at that level of support, just leave us a like or a comment. We really appreciate the feedback and thank you for listening. All right. And my my last comment my question okay my right. my my end of episode mint that you get on the or or, or the mint flavored toothpick <laughs> that you get on the way out to like pick your teeth at hmm do do you it's it's a three it's a three for a three-part question that wow i don't i don't i'm not, i don't know if i'm ready for this do you have a neighbor named tilly and if you do <laughs> Would you help her hang some shelves? And <laughs> if you would, <laughs> what would you do if she had forgotten to go to the bank and couldn't pay you with cash? Very easy to answer. No, no, and not applicable. Okay, perfect. Yes. Yeah. That is the <laughs> safe way to navigate that question. Oh, yeah. Yeah.